I'm Carmen. And I'm Joanna. And welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder, Christmas edition. Oh, it's drippy dripping. Okay. Oh my god, yes. Joanna. <gasps> Joanna, what is this? A peppermint martini. Oh my god. I gotta what? take a picture. But what? They it's already like it was already like a pre-mix. Cheers. Did Hope you try it? No. Cheers. It's not gonna cheers because of the chocolate on the rim. Mm. It was a little too pepperminty. That's delightful. Okay. So I was at the liquor store and I was like, I need peppermint vodka and a chocolate mm-hmm. thing. Mm, chocolate thing, yeah. And he takes me over to the things, <clears throat> and he's like, ooh, look, there's already one mix. And I was like, ooh, saved me a step. This is delightful. The crushed candy cane on the chocolate rim makes chef's it chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, drinking and doing an episode. Ooh, an this episode. going to be great. <laughs> Do you have more? Because this isn't yes. enough. Oh, gosh, yes, I have a whole bottle. Christmas is your favorite holiday, Joanna. It is. What do you... What do you like about it? The feeling, the lights, the joy that mm-hmm. you get when you see people opening your gifts. Yeah. I don't mind getting gifts. I mean, it's nice, but I just, I know I love to give gifts. I You're just, a giver. I eat. I try. You know, you really are. You're really good. I have really the good. money. I'm a little poor. You have given me the gift of an amazing mm-hmm. cocktail. Cheers. Chocolate martini. Peppermint chocolate well, martini. Well, we tried to cheers, but the chocolate <laughs> on the rim makes it muted. Well, the, that and the... Peppermint that I crushed. I hand crushed these with my bare hand. Yeah, you hand crushed candy canes and put them on the rim with chocolate and peppermint something beverage, and it's amazing in a mm. martini glass. This is your first martini party. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna says, Joanna says, I bought martini glasses hoping that one day I'd have a martini party. I never did. How old were you when you bought them? 24. Yes, stop at 20. And I'm almost 40. <laughs> This is your hello. Okay, so in the Christmas spirit, I have a Christmas present for you. (gasps) I forgot. You said this when you walked in. I know. And it's not wrapped in wrapping paper because I was too excited to give it to you. Okay. Was it in the Aldi bag? It's in the Aldi bag, yes. Okay, Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I know it's something that you... crinkling. Ralph, don't be annoyed by the crinkling. Um, Okay. Why are you creeping it behind your back? Because... Oh my gosh, and Ralph just texted me. Ralph, I love you, but I'm going to turn her fucking phone off. I'm going. You never start taking your tallies. I'm going to. Hold on. Okay. One. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Listen, we're drinking cocktails, so this is. Is this a caboodle? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even have to open the whole thing up to know what it was. It's a caboodle. Look at. (gasps) Isn't it great? To put all. Oh, and it has a mirror, so I can look at how ugly I am. Oh, you're so beautiful. Just you can put all of your treasures in there. I'm going to put my treasures, like when we're on walks and I see a good rock. A good rock. <laughs> it's a solid rock. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Mwah. I knew you'd it's like purple. it. purple. You don't like purple. No, but I know that you don't hate purple. I do, I do like purple. Exactly. I, this is how much I love you. Okay, there were two options of the caboodles. <laughs> there was teal, teal and there was purple. And oh. teal is my favorite color. And you would have kept it. Exactly. Okay. So when I went home from Kohl's, K-O-H-L-S, I showed Brett, when I got home, your caboodle, and he instantly knew. He goes, well, not instantly. Hmm. He says, is that a tackle box? <laughs> sort of. Sort 
sword And then off. I looked at him like I was going to murder him. And he goes, wait, it's a caboodle. And I said, this is why you're my man. I wonder if Jake saw that. He would have known Clue. Yeah. Well, right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You're welcome. So, welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder 15 Minutes Later, where typically yes. we tell stories that may or may not be true mm-hmm. on a normal show. On a normal show. But this is a Christmas episode. And th- what's funny is, is today, when this comes out, our scheduled release day. Yes. yes. It is every other Saturday, because we are a bi-weekly podcast. Also, is today Christmas Eve. Yes. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yes. No, but this this story takes place December 5th and 6th, according to really? the legend. Okay, so <laughs> we're doing, I named this episode Mary Krampus. As you should. Typically on Live, Laugh, Murder, we tell stories that might be the plot of a horror film mm-hmm. or might be the facts of a true crime case. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to figure it out by the end, but it's all revealed by yeah. the end. And it's fun. We already oh, know. Hey Frankie. Frankie oh. the cat is coming by me. Okay. We already know this is not a real story. Yeah, this isn't a normal, typical episode. So if you're interested in trying one of our other ones, go for it. Otherwise, welcome. Mary Krampus. And we're going to do today kind of a twofer. So I watched the movie Krampus today. And I'm going to tell you, because you haven't watched it, Joanna. No, I started to, and then my daughter came out, and I was like, I'm just going to watch Grey's. (laughs) Grey's Anatomy is so much better than Krampus. I mean, it really is. So I watched the movie today, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And then Joanna has brought to the table what? The history behind it, and like, quote-unquote, facts about it, and how it is still celebrated today. No, it's not. They do parades. Parades? Yeah, and it's celebrated. They do, in certain cities, they will do a parade and they celebrate the holiday. In Germany? Germany, Austria, I think, I feel like they said Switzerland, but I kind of glossed over it because it was only mentioned like once or twice. So, Joanna and I had this idea. Our episode is scheduled to come out on Christmas Eve. Hello, Merry Christmas. So we thought, let's do the story of Krampus. I'll do the movie, you do the facts. But I didn't know that. Like, I've heard of it and I've heard a few things, but I don't know a lot. There's a couple things that there's, I'm going to be sharing nine facts. Nine facts. With you, yes. And some of them are just like a little uneasy. I'm okay with that. It makes me sad that these children. Children. Well, it was for the children. All right. Let's let's drink our peppermint mocha martinis. We need a sip. One, one, two, one, two, three. Down the hatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think the, the alcohol settles. <laughs> I just took a sip and I think I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> Normally we do a Florida man and I told Joanna, let's do a Christmas man, right? So you have a Christmas. Is it a Florida Christmas yes. man or a Christmas man or a, what is it's it? It's both. Okay. But well, I'm ready. Two. I'm ready. Do you want the one that makes you say ew or <laughs> Wait, one more time. Ew, ew or <laughs> Let's go with eel. Okay, good. I was I'm hoping you're gravitating right. toward eel. Okay, okay, two stories I get to pick. I like this, like, choose your own adventure. Yes. Did you ever read those books where it's like, oh, if you pick yeah. this one, go to this page? Yes. I hated those. I love them, but then I'd do, like, every option, and I'd get confused, yes. and I'd forget. Yes, I would, like, try to pick a different one Oh, my one God. Every time. Our show's like a choose your own adventure, except... It's not. It's not. Okay. All right, so the, the title's just going to give it away, so you don't want to be drinking when you say this. Okay, let me put my cocktail down. Florida man woke to intruder trying to suck his toes. Ew, I told ew, you. I told ew, you. Ew, ew, I'm uncomfortable. I, I, I didn't know it was going to be that kind of ew. Oh, my God. I'm Christmas Eve, oh police God. say. <laughs> and they have a picture of feet. I don't want to see the picture of feet. Well, today's Christmas Eve if you're listening today. And fucking don't suck fucking... Ah! 
Go, Joanna. The only person who's supposed to sneak into your house on Christmas Eve is Santa Claus. <laughs> and he's supposed to stuff your stockings, not lick your toes. Oh, my gosh. Nevertheless, a man told deputies that he awoke in his bed to find a strange man carefully inspecting his toes late Christmas Eve in Bradenton, according to... Bradenton. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's a strange interjection. I've been there many times. According to Manatee County Sheriff's Office, the resident told the intruder that he didn't have any money, according to the police report obtained by the local station WTSP. The intruder responded by saying that he was there just to suck the toes. (gasps) The report said the two men fought. (gasps) I'd, I'd fight too. And the suspect tried to... Grab the victim's genitalia, according to the Bradenton Herald. The suspect claimed he had a gun, but didn't produce one. I mean, he had a pistol in his pants. Yep. The deputies obtained DNA samples from the victim's (laughs) toes, but were unable to track the suspect with a canine unit. The investigation is still ongoing. What the fuck? This was um in 2020, so this toe sucker is still on the loose. Listen, Bradenton, you people, if you know about the this, the toe give sucker. us the update. Bandit. That's just such a violation. Could you imagine? Remember that? It reminded me of that story that Amy told during our campfires. Oh, when the licked hand. Yeah, it was the. She thought it was the dog, and it was the humans can lick too. Ew. Stop, Becky. What the fuck? Listen. I'm, I love that she's doing this research. No, that's great. That is great. But I am just uncomfortable. I told you. And way before, what happened? What did I say? I have a story that makes you go ew. Uh-huh. And you said, my ew is different than your ew. Uh-huh. So, suck it. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to. No. And you know what? I'm not surprised that he was t- trying to touch his genitalia after because that's usually what happens after toe yeah, sucking. Well, like, what was, like, I mean, what was his purpose? Like, was, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about it. Do you know any of their names? No, it gave no names. It just said victim and I lived in Tampa intruder. for five years, which is right by Bradenton. So like, are you the toe sucker? It didn't no. say male. Oh, it did say male. It wasn't in 2020, but like maybe I went to college with the toe sucker. <laughs> did you date the toe sucker? Ew. <laughs> okay, go. Anywho, um, are we ready for our show today? I am. Okay, so we're going to start. We're doing Mary Krampus. We're going to start with the movie. I'm going to tell you all about it because you did not watch it, which I thought no. you were going to. I said I was going to, but then I feel like after doing the research, I don't think, I think they just took the character and what he did and just ran with it. They didn't do any like research behind it. This is good actually because I, like I said, I know bare minimum of the actual legend. Yeah. So when was, I watched this movie, I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. Let me, let's just go. Okay, just go. All right. Here we go. Movie review, movie recap of Krampus 2015. So if you've seen it, join along, hear our take. And if you haven't seen it, maybe you'll want to watch it after this. And maybe you'll be like, that sounds fucking dumb. Yeah. Because that's how I feel. I can't wait to hear like what <laughs> Rotten Apples gave it. Oh, I looked up IMDb, but I have it's Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. What did I call it? Rotten, rotten Apples? apples. <laughs> we'll make up our own website. Okay. Hashtag rotten apples. Joanna's getting me drunk. No, I'm not. Lately, we've been recording in the morning. And last time I said, I'm sick of this because I can't drink wine. And you said, I got you. This is not wine. It's a Christmas cocktail. It's a Christmas cocktail. It's going down very fast. That's what she said. I might be drunk by the end of this. Good. I have a spare bed, but the sheets are not on it yet. I, I, it would not be the first time I slept on a bed with that. Uh-huh. Jeez, let's not talk about our college days. Go. 
College date? No. Mm, you mean last week? Go. All right, here we go. Movie starts with the song, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, mm-hmm. in the background, and shows hordes of people mm-hmm. rushing into a box store. Pure chaos. People are knocking each other over to shop, knocking over boxes, fighting over clothes. Security guards start tasing people. I saw, I literally saw the first five minutes of this episode, <laughs> that movie, and that's what I was like, this is so. Yeah, it's so, okay. Uh, Kids screaming, crying on Santa's lap, just like the worst Christmas nightmare of all time. Then we see, okay, after that scene is over, we see a family arriving home with a grandmother baking cookies, two parents played by Adam Scott, who I think is in Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a nerdy yeah. guy. Okay, yeah. He's, he's also but in he's um, really attractive. Like, I was kind of attracted. Yes. Would, <laughs> I'm into it. Brother. I'm into it, though. Yeah. Not the dick version. And the mother is played, okay, I've seen her in a lot of stuff, but I didn't know her name was Toni Collette. Sounds But familiar. I've seen her in a bunch of things. She's actually, she's a very good actress. And we have a teenage daughter and a young son who apparently just got into a fight at the school Christmas performance. Okay. Now, is this in America? Yes. Okay. It is in America. The do, we, kid, do we know this? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. It is. There, okay. It is. The kid, the little boy, is holding an ice pack to his face and says the fight wasn't his fault because he was under the influence of cookies and oh. candy canes. <laughs> So the kid wants, he tells his parents that he wants to watch Charlie Brown and watch Christmas gifts. Like, so wholesome. He's got to be nine, ten years old. But the dad takes a work call and basically says, you know, fuck no without saying it. Yeah. Mom goes off to hang some shit with her daughter, teenage daughter, and the kid is left with grandma in the kitchen listening to his sister and mother arguing. She tells her mom she doesn't want their extended family coming to stay with them. This is what they're arguing about. Because last year she found actual... <laughs> Oh, jeez. Toe suckers? Actual human shit in her bed after they slept in it. Ew. Uh-huh. So that's what mom and older sister are arguing about. So grandma, who speaks German, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which the family understands, speaks of Christmas with the little boy. They're left in the kitchen. And I think this is our first glimpse at the legend because it originates in Germany, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That's what I thought. See, Austria, Switzerland. And area. Germany, right. I don't know a lot about it. So while the family is trying to de-stress from holiday stuff that I want nothing to do with, I don't want some crazy like extended uh-uh. family staying with me, the bed-shitting family arrives. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a scene from National Lampoon's. Yes. Okay. Love that movie. Pause. When I was in fourth grade, I lived in Pennsylvania, and I had this best friend named Amanda. Mm-hmm. Don't know your last name. And Amanda, if you ever find this podcast, how's it going since fourth grade? She made me watch this fucking movie all the time. Like, uh, word for word, we had to recite it National and watch Lampoon's it. Christmas Vacation? Yes. yes it's the best. All year long. Don't so then I would make her listen to Gloria Estefan. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we would have... The people, would, the movie from my culture and the singer from my culture. We, we would have dance-offs and we would raid each other. And I had a signature move. <laughs> Please show me. I'm sweating right now. My, I'm so hot. My signature move was always bound to get almost 10 points in the dance hall. <laughs> was it? You're going to have to show me. I'm making a note. And then I, we'd also put on Paula Abdul because, yeah. hello. Oh, gosh, hello, Paula. 1990s. Um, okay. The... You're writing it down. Yeah. Show me the dance hall. So I don't forget. Winning move. Okay. Ready. I want to start crying. 
Um, Amanda, by the way, grew up, or my mom, my mom told me very recently as an adult, I would have sleepovers with Amanda. She'd sleep over our house. Our parents would hang out. We all lived in the same area. My mom told me recently, she found out not that long ago, like since we lived in Florida, probably 10, 15 years ago, that Amanda's dad, stepdad, the whole time was a convicted murderer, had murdered his first wife and his current wife had no idea and I was spending the night at a murderer's house. No. Did I never tell you this story? No. That probably explains a lot. That does. <laughs> That's where it all started. All right. I don't yeah. know any. Okay. All right. If you know that story, give me all the details because I want to know more. My mom doesn't remember shit. So, bed shitting family arrives. National, oh, that's what I was saying. It's like National Lampoons. They come bursting in the house and it is zero horror film vibes. I was watching this today and I'm like, this is this the right movie? Yeah. Like I got confused. So the cousins, the aunt and uncle, you know, they try to chit chat. They try to interact. They come in the house and it's just awkward. Yeah. They're like bumbling idiots, if you will, like with their flannel, like you were when I came over <laughs> It was. It's chilly in here. It's sixty-one. Sixty-one degrees. And then the parents and the family that own the home are like very proper and beautiful home, and it's just that whole dynamic. So I think they have four kids, and they said that they left one outside by mistake, oh. right? When they come in. Oh, poor Kevin. No biggie. Poor Kevin. But when they go get the kid that they left outside, it was an actual baby, like, like a, a nine-month, like a twelve-month-old, thirteen-month-old baby. In a thing, I hope. Uh, they just were like, "Oh, we left her outside," and they brought her in. <sighs> so this is the in-laws coming to stay. This is a hot mess. They're related to the mother, Sarah, and it's her sister, her husband, their kids mm-hmm. that are all coming for Christmas. They go on to have a terrible dinner with awkward conversation at a gorgeous table. Like, none of our friends have a house this beautiful. Just saying. The brother-in-law and dad of the house, who it took me, like, almost half the movie to realize his name was Tom. And I might be wrong. Tom. I think it's Tom. They get into, like, a dick-measuring conversation about Eagle Scouts versus gunslinging. It's a very awkward dinner. Racial slurs are made at the dinner table against Jews. Like, it's just awful. One kid drinks Mountain Dew from a two-liter bottle, and the cousins start making fun of max the son who lives at the home this is sounding very much like the national lampoon i am telling you it is like what the fuck so they're making fun of him saying that santa's sleigh crashed in the mountains and to survive he had to eat his reindeer this is what the cousins tell max they're older uh yeah not really but you know 10 11 12 as sarah the mom goes in the kitchen and starts torching creme brulee oh yes she starts receiving insults from her aunt that's also there. The kids argue at dinner about Santa. The cousins pull the dickest move of all time, and they read Max's Christmas letter to Santa Aww. at the dinner table, roasting him the whole time. Poor little Max, right? Yes. This letter exposes family issues at the table. Oh. Like Max saying, I wish my mom and dad would fall in love again. Oh. I know. Then the cousins go on to read... I wish things weren't so hard for Uncle Howard and Aunt Linda. And that's the parents of them who came. (laughs) So the kids are like, wait, what's wrong with our parents now? And while Sarah enters with dessert, the kids all start fist fighting. (gasps) Max yells that he hates Christmas and runs off to his room. Poor Max. Poor little Max. And that's nine, I feel like, is the age when you're like, 
is he real or is he not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's real, by the way. Obviously. Back in his room, Max questions his dad as to why they have to hang out with this idiot family. And dad tries to convince him of all these like wholesome things, like how family teaches us to appreciate different things about people and just like parenting bullshit. Mm-hmm. We're parents, so we can call it that. I'll tell you what. I would never let this family stay in my house. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. So then when dad leaves, the talk doesn't work. Max runs to his window, rips up his letter to Santa, and throws the the shreds out the window, watching them blow away while a black cloud rolls in above their house and all the lights in the town go out. Mm, Mary Poppins, but Not Mary Poppins, but a blizzard. Yeah, but when he rips up the letter and they throw it in the fire pit and the Mary Poppins comes. There's a lot of nods to other movies in this movie. Mm -hmm. Well, black cloud, blizzard, boom. According to this old wooden advent calendar, they show a new day comes and it is now December 23rd, okay. the next day. Sarah, the mother, is stressed because there's no electricity, no heat, and 12 people. Which reminds me of, like, when I was a kid, I remember going through a blizzard. I had a sleepover with friends. Mm-hmm. A friend, not mm-hmm. friends. Hello. Yeah, right. Nerd. <laughs> and my mom had had some friends over this one evening and a blizzard hit that night mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. I think it was 1995. Everyone, nobody wanted to drive home. Yeah. My friend was already sleeping over. They were all trapped at our house for like three or four days. No way. I need to ask my mom about this. I remember we all woke up the next morning and looked outside and all you saw were the antennas sticking out of cars from the snow. You couldn't even see the cars. No, it was like a big deal. And I remember me and my mom wanted to trek to get groceries because it's been days. We had to like kneel and like crawl on top of the snow to a corner store market to get food anyway that's not what happened here max alerts his family that morning that there's a new snowman built outside in their front yard Hmm. it's like a creepy like really large snowman and to my surprise a delivery man shows up to drop off a fucking package in this storm like a fruit basket interesting in the morning of a blizzard yeah i don't think even amazon does that no they also see like a santa type sack on the front porch that the del- the delivery man says I don't that's not from me and they just decide to bring it in the house and they put it yeah near the then they do have a fireplace okay no electricity well, yeah. no heater but they have a fireplace the teenage daughter runs down and complains to her parents that she's worried about her boyfriend Derek down the street because he she can't get a hold of him he's not texting her back so she begs her parents can I walk over to his house to go check on him it's a few blocks away in a blizzard. Her mom says yes. Of course. Because she's probably like one less person in the house. Oh my God. I can't tell you how it's like sideways snowing outside in this stupid movie. So after a minute, we pan to her, Beth is her name, walking in the middle of the street in the snow. Okay, okay. Just Michigan. You're from Michigan. Blizzard. Would you go out walking a few blocks? When I was 18... We're like 16. We would go to bars. Shut up. In the winter, and we didn't want to pay the $3 coat check. Joanna. So we would stand literally outside in our tank tops. In your leather pants? And the pleather. (laughs) We were poor. And um, the snow was literally coming sideways. I have very. Okay. But we were also um, intoxicated. Wow. Sorry, mom. I don't think your mom's going to be listening. No. Does she listen to the show? No, they don't even know. They don't know about the show? Hey, y'all. Don't tell Joanna's parents. So this teenager, Beth, is slowly trudging along, clearly regretting her decision. Obviously, She's in the middle of the street. There's nobody around. 
the daylight suddenly starts to dim. And remember, it's like morning, mid morning. Mm-hmm. She stops in her tracks, looks around, and then we hear and then we hear jingle bells in the distance. <gasps> yep. Shut up. Yep. Oh my god, okay. That is from the legend. Shut up. I can't. <laughs> okay. And we see the houses all have icicles hanging from them, which Okay, I've sucked on an icicle here and there. But you know how dirty those no things are? No sexual pun intended. No, but how filthy those things are now. I know now, but back then I would break icicles yeah. off and be like, he oh, pick them off the ground. <laughs> pick them up off the ground. <laughs> Fucking gross. Um, what's most eerie, though, is that Beth looks to her right, and she sees a beast with a cloak and horns literally leaping from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. Joanna, stop nodding your head. I don't know what you, why you're excited. This is no like Santa jauntily hopping. Like this is, this is a demon. Mm-hmm. So Beth screams, runs down the road and actually approaches that same delivery truck that we almost forgot about. Sees the delivery man inside, frozen to death with a locked <gasps> screaming expression on his face. Oh my gosh. So Beth hides under the van. And then we see the beast's like hooves walking around the van like his feet. He has chains on his body. He has a robe. Stop looking at me like that. Oh my God. So she starts doing that thing where you cover your mouth to keep you like, yeah, to keep your, yes, to muffle your breathing sound and to keep yourself from screaming. The beast disappears, but she looks to the side and sees a jack in the box is suddenly next to her. Oh, she was a good girl then. Shut up. So when the Jack in the Box opens and it's like cranking itself, it's not a little ballerina that emerges or like a little like... Jack in the Box doesn't have a ballerina. Okay, no, no, no. Like a jester. Yeah, Yeah, a clown. No. It's something that we cannot see. We do know it has a Santa hat on. And then the image pans to the the sky and we hear Beth screaming and we see the van shaking and then boom, that's all we know. Mm. What happened to Beth? If it's based on this, she was taken to the underground underworld. Stop. Really? Maybe. Okay, maybe. Back at the house, the family is still dealing with their no electricity, and the dad notices that nobody's outside. And it's kind of weird. He finally says, like, there's no cars. There's no people. Nobody's there. It's a storm, yes, but there should be, like, someone out there. And even though now it's 7 p.m., they don't even worry about their teenage daughter, Beth, who left. They're just mm. like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. Goes, but... It took Max, the kid, coming up to them and being like, guys, like, where is she? It's getting dark out. So the dad asked Howard, his brother-in-law, if they could borrow Lucinda. Jeez. (laughs) Lucinda to go look for Beth. Lucinda's the name of his Hummer vehicle. okay. (laughs) So grandma, who's been kind of in the background this whole time, is from Germany. Mm -hmm. Speaks German. And it seems like only the husband, you know, her son and her grandson really, like, understand her. And she tries to talk him out of going to look. But he's like, no, that's my daughter. Like, suddenly he went from, oh, she's fine, to, oh, my God, where is she? Mm -hmm. Um, I need Lucinda. He decides to go with his brother-in-law in in the Hummer, blames the storm as to all these issues, and they go looking for Beth. So the dad and Howard come across a truck in the middle of the road, like a dump truck, but nobody's there. There's presents on the seat, keys in the ignition, a hole in the windshield. (gasps) But the hole, is not like the person was ejected. It was like someone came in and punched the hole in. They look around the street and they see a creepy house nearby. And dad says, Tom says, we got to find, we got to find Beth. Now he's freaking out. Mm -hmm. So then Howard goes to his trunk of Lucinda and pulls out, starts pulling out guns. (gasps) 
and like a shotgun, a handgun. And Tom says, you pack guns on Christmas? And Howard replies, always be prepared, Boy Scout. (laughs) It's National Lampoons, I swear. Back at the house, the family's staying by the fire, talking nicely, finally. And they start hearing loud thuds on the roof. Mm. Mm. Sarah, the mother, says it's probably squirrels. And her aunt says, sure, probably playing with their nuts. (laughs) Yeah. And the grandma just goes to the fireplace and, like, looks up the chimney. Do you think she did, like, some weird, like, spell? Like, when she's speaking in German? German? No. No? No, she did not. The guys arrive at this house that was where they were heading to, looking for Beth. And they walk in and see the entire inside of the house is snow blown. Oh. And the house is completely ransacked. It's a hot mess. There's icicles in the house nobody's there it looks like a robbery gone wrong and they're yelling like beth derek no lights no people they walk in the kitchen and they see on the fridge a steak knife stabbed into a gingerbread man stuck on the fridge oh that's not very christmasy mm, well the gingerbread man is yeah but stab him. Well, not with the steak knife maybe with a butter knife The house is really messed up, and they end up seeing that the fireplace bricks have been blown out, like from inside of the fireplace. And then Howard says, Oh, you know, the gas line must have blew, reasoning it all away. Then they look in the, because there's snow on the ground inside the house, and they see hoof prints in the (sighs) snow. While talking about it, they suddenly hear screaming, and it's Beth's voice. Oh my God. So obviously, the men run outside with their flashlights in the worst blizzard of all time. And some, like, Freddy Krueger fucking shit starts happening. Howard starts getting attacked by something under the snow under his feet. Oh, I don't like Like that. Like quicksand. He starts getting sucked into the snow. And Tom, the dad, gets one of the guns and starts shooting, like, the whatever's under the snow. And it was really strange. It's like a serpentine movement of, like, a mound under the snow kind of just zips away. It's very strange. So let's go of Tom. Yeah, no, Howard, the brother-in-law. Yeah, so the gunshot made whatever this, like, thing under the snow is go away. They run to their Hummer, the vehicle, and they see that it's been torched. Like, you have to clarify. I know, I don't know. People know what a Hummer is. Uh, The vehicle's been completely torched, and then Howard screams out, Lucinda! Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was, like, attacked by an under-snow beast. The men go home, burst through the door. Howard is injured but won't admit to the family why and everyone's freaking out. Yeah. Because where's Beth? At this point, this is when I had to Google his name because I didn't know it was Tom. It was Tom. Oh. Hey, Tom. So when they get back in the house, Tom's mother, the grandmother who speak, who's from Germany, is like looking like real suspicious. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. She's side-eyeing everyone. And while Tom and Howard sit and talk about everything with Sarah – the kids go in the kitchen with Aunt Debbie, I think is her name, mm-hmm. the like older aunt, and she lets them try her hot cocoa that she spiked Spice. with alcohol. Yes. <laughs> Grandma goes to the kitchen and grabs a cleaver and just kind of holds it because she knows something's up. So the men are recapping. Oh, I have chocolate on my fingers from my martini. What a terrible problem to oh, have. Oh, it's such a bad problem. The men are freaking out. And they're like, within minutes, the snow was, you know, inches high. And all I'm thinking is, you let your kid go out in this. Yeah. You told your teenage daughter it's fine. So they decide to board up the windows from the inside. Okay. I mean, being from Florida, I feel like that's unheard of. Whatever. They hunker down with the family, the guns, and the hope that Beth is somewhere out there okay. Yeah, but they heard her screaming. And they never... Okay. 
Exactly. At this point, the family is all hunkered down and they start having bonding moments. They start talking actually nicely together. And Howard even apologizes to Tom for telling him that he's been a spineless dick all these years. (laughs) (laughs) And he thanks him for saving his life. Max then asks his dad why grandma is acting so weird. Tom tells him that she's always a little weird around Christmas and he doesn't know why. Because of Krampus. Well, that hasn't been mentioned yet. But you know, and I know, that's why we're here. Then we move to hours later. The family is all asleep in the living room. And this is when shit gets weird. Silent Night is playing in the background from an iPad that suddenly dies because no electricity. Along with the fire, which also dies instantly. It's all very peaceful until we hear noises coming from above the house and through the fireplace. Like little smears and creepy (gasps) giggles. Ew, I don't like that smears. And we... (laughs) And then we see a hook on a chain being dropped through the fireplace with a gingerbread man attached. Whoever is doing this is like shaking it like jauntily. That's my word of the night. Like ting, 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 ting. (laughs) And it causes the mouth breather cousin (laughs) to wake up. And he sees this, yeah, he sees this gingerbread man like hanging in the fireplace and he approaches it intrigued. Oh my gosh, it's like fishing. Yeah, this kid grabs it pulling the chain out of the fireplace a little bit sees that it's like cake and takes goosebumps and he takes a bite of the gingerbread man he kind of deserves it to my surprise the gingerbread man comes to life i swear to god what he comes to life his face animates he ties up the mouth breather with his chain and he does a little like whistle and the chain gets up. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. And the chain gets yanked up the chimney with the kid attached. I'm sorry, say that word again. <laughs> We've been here before. You, no, you said chimney. No, okay, just don't so we're clear. Do it. Wait, let me take a drink. One time, hold on. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say fire pi- fireplace <laughs> flu from now on. <laughs> say it right, chimney. That chimney. There's not um, an extra vowel. In shh, there. be quiet. How'd you spell it? Chimney? Chimney. (laughs) Chimney. Chim. Fuck off. So the family wakes up to see that this kid is being dragged up the fireplace. They all try to up the fireplace flu. They all try to grab him panicking. And at this point, I'm like, this movie is just so dumb. Little mouth breather gets completely sucked up and out of the fucking thing. Yeah. C-H-I-M-N-E-Y. <laughs> With one shoe falling down on his dad's face, Howard. He was the bad kid though, right? Yeah, he's a mouth breather. The tree, <laughs> which had lit on fire, is now extinguished. And Grandma calmly relights the fireplace and starts speaking German. <laughs> she says it's all her fault and he's come for them all. So <gasps> then Grandma sits them all down and explains things. Oh my all right, God. so here's what she says. In English, she says, It all started on a cold winter night. It was almost Christmas, but this Christmas was darker, less cheerful. But I still believed in Santa and magic and hoped that we could find joy again. But our village had given up. They forgot the spirit of Christmas and the sacrifice of giving. She says, I tried to help them to believe again, but we were no longer the loving family I remembered. Eventually, I gave up for the first time. I didn't wish for a miracle. I wished for my family to go away. And that night, I got my wish. I knew St. Nicholas was not coming this year. Instead, it was a much darker and more ancient spirit. The shadow of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. Krampus. And as he had for thousands of years, he came not to reward but to punish. Not to give but to take. 
He and his helpers, Krampus, didn't take me that night. He left me as a reminder as to what happens when hope is lost and basically the Christmas spirit dies. Mm. So grandma tells this story and we see like this claymation version of the past. Back to present day. Howard is freaking out. His son was just stolen up a fucking chimney. Thank you. Oh, you said it right. Thank you. And he's like, we're not sitting around and listening to these twisted bedtime stories. So he goes to leave the house with his gun. And as Tom tries to stop him, he opens the door. Oh, no. And sees some weird shit outside. Is Krampus out there? No. But here I'm wondering, this is all Max Max's fault. Mm-hmm. Max crumbled the Christmas list like the fuck. Oh, so he was like his grandma. Yeah. He lost the Christmas spirit. Fucking Max. When Howard opens the door, there's a bunch of snowmen suddenly built in the snow. So weird. Creepy giggling, and we see a beast, like, hiding behind the snowmen. (laughs) Yeah. And then when Max asks what to do, all Tom says is, keep the fire hot. I don't know why. (laughs) Howard obviously shuts the door, and they go to bed, and it's a new day. They just go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new day. It's now Christmas Eve, December 24th. Okay. Welcome to today. Christmas Day is not December 24th. Christmas Eve, December 24th. So then Tom gets the adults together and tells them he wants to use the snowplow to clear a path and travel to emergency emergency shelters, the police station, anywhere. He just wants like, let's go. As the adults are in the kitchen, that remember the Christmas sack that was left on the porch that I totally forgot about throughout this whole movie is now empty of the gifts and we see the gifts shaking with strange noises coming from inside. Mm. Basically, all of this happens at once. For example, two of the cousins go upstairs to find a bathroom and they hear a voice calling to them from the attic. We see them disappear down a hallway and just hear screaming and that weird giggle. My stomach hurts, I'm nervous. The adults go to investigate while Max admits, I think all of this is my fault. And I'm like, yeah, Max, yeah. it is your fault. Kind of you is. lost the fucking spirit of Christmas and now your family's going to get murdered. So that's how I feel about Max. It's like a much worse Home Alone where Kevin McAllister wished that his family was going to be gone. Mm-hmm. What happened to the toddler? No, she's still around. She okay. cries throughout the whole movie. Oh. When the adults go up to the attic looking for Jordan and Stevie, the names of these two cousins... There's icicles hanging in their attic, dust of snow everywhere, and they see gifts opened from the inside out. Oh, what? That's yes. weird. They approach a huge jack-in-the-box type toy mm. with a face eating one of the children <gasps> and swallowing it. And then <gasps> Tom goes, oh, come on. This movie was so tough. And he starts shooting at it. And all these creepy toys come to life attacking them, like an angry teddy bear, a demon doll, and like all kinds of stuff. Like uh, Chucky. Yeah, but worse. So meanwhile, Howard is still downstairs being attacked in the kitchen by killer gingerbread men, (laughs) shooting him with a nail gun. He torches them with something eventually, and I don't even know... Like, why? But the little gingerbread men start running around, running around, melting to death. On fire. Howard goes to say, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. (laughs) And he's about to be, like, killed by the final alive gingerbread man, and he's saved by a dog that eats it. (laughs) It's so stupid. Somebody was high when they wrote this. I know. Okay, I'm almost done. So back in the attic, the adults are just getting, like, shredded by these killer toys until Linda gets up gets an axe and realizes they're bigger than the toys and like grabs the bear and throws it off of her. Like, I'm going to save my kids. 
and she goes into mom mode. But then, you know, she only saved one of her kids because one got swallowed by this weird thing. While the family's regrouping in the living room after all this, the ceiling falls through and all of these demon dolls fall onto them, attacking them Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Aunt Dorothy, the one who was spiking, or Debbie Dorothy, I don't remember her name, the one who spiked the hot, cho- the hot cocoa, she grabs her shotgun to finish it off when suddenly elves break into the house. This is, oh my god! It's gosh. so insane. And not like, so is this anything like the legend? No, even okay. close. Not like elf on the shelf elves, like human-sized demons. Are you kidding? They raid the house tie up their demon toys they like hug them like hey we missed you they take the baby the toddler they take off they take another kid and they take aunt dorothy and they take howard at this point at this point we're left with just a few family members like huddling together when a horn from afar gets blown the horn causes all the elves and demons to run off and go just when you think the remaining family can escape we hear loud thumping on the roof. The family quickly grabs jackets, sweaters, scarves, guns, and heads into the night. Mm-hmm. All except Grandma. Grandma. She says, be good, goodbye, and locks them out and locks herself in the house because she feels like it's her fault. According to Max, she wants to face him, face Krampus herself. She wants to help the family, so they leave her there with one last glance at the door. Okay. Bye, Grandma. Good luck. As ice forms on the sides of the house, Grandma stands fists clenched in front of the fireplace and musters her courage for the beast that comes down the chimney. I can't say that word. You did. Okay. The beast emerges, horns first, a cloak, a scary version of like an old Santa Claus man and a wicked nasty tongue. Mm -hmm. Long. Long nails. Long tongue. He pulls out a filthy Christmas sack, opens it in front of her, and we get like a split second of toys that must have attacked her somehow. Snap to the family in the snowstorm. I'm going to kind of speed the ending here. Tom starts shooting with his gun at this, like, the serpent mound is back under the snow. Like, sucking them under the snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells his family, go, go now. They walk off while he shoots. Running out of bullets, he closes his eyes and he gets sucked in the snow. So weird. It's so weird. The family is trying to get to this, like, truck that they found earlier. Sarah and Linda, the mothers, get sucked in the snow. And only Max and his cousin are left in the truck. (laughs) They made it to the truck. Then they get attacked by the elves. Basically, everyone's left but Max. Okay. Who's the real villain of this story, yeah. in my opinion. So he goes face to face with who is obviously Krampus. Oh, so Grandma's... Yeah, we're done with Grandma. Krampus approaches Max and drops something at his feet. Guess what it is? Jack and Box. His torn up Christmas letter. <gasps> with a bell inside. Oh. Is there a bell in the legend? Yes. Shut up. I was just, okay. So in the fucking, you know, crumbled paper is his belt, similar to the one that his grandma had as a girl. Max realizes it is my fault. And I'm like, yeah, it is your fault, Max. So Max is there with Krampus. There's like this celebration of like all the like, like demons and elves in the wilderness outside in the road. And then Max says, hey, asshole, I take back my wish. Give me back my family. And he chucks his, the bell back at Krampus. Oh, does he hit him? No. The ground, this is where you kind of commented. The ground splits open Mm. and a fire hellhole underneath emerges. Max approaches Krampus with a little sad like pipe, like trying to attack him, saying, I know you can fix this. Take me instead. Krampus uses his dirty nail to wipe a tear from Max's eye, ignores him. Then 
they toss his cousin into the hellhole. Just <laughs> bloop, you're gone. And Krampus and his homies have like a jolly time. Yeah. As Max is about to get thrown in this hellhole himself, he says sorry to Krampus and that he just wanted Christmas to be like it used to be. Krampus throws his dusty ass in the hellhole. <laughs> I hate Max. Oh, Max. And then boom. Max wakes up to see it was all a dream. <gasps> Shut up. Or was That's it? That's not real. Or was it? Where is he when he wakes up? In his bed. There's clearly been a blizzard. It is not December 20... Or, I'm sorry. It is December 25th on the advent calendar. The house has electricity. The family's downstairs actually having a great time around the fire. Max goes down there, so excited, loving his family. And it's like a very, like, it's a wonderful life, like, vibe. Like, yeah. he realizes his mistakes. Like, you know, I've had the Christmas spirit all along. And then Aunt uh, Debbie, I don't know her name. I keep saying it differently. Yeah. She starts talking about how hungover she She says, I'm hungover as fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> the cousins open gifts wrapped in newspaper. A cousin opens brass knuckles and calls Max. He says, like, hey, Maxi Pad, look at this. <laughs> And he happily, Max happily hugs his parents until he opens a gift and sees. Oh, no. It's a bell with the word Krampus on the side. Things get weird yet again where Max sees the sadness everywhere on everyone's face. The family stares at each other and we pan out to see they are actually locked in a snow globe with Krampus. I'm sorry, a snow globe that Krampus has now added to his collection of thousands of snow globes. The end of the movie. That's stupid. Is it anything like the light? No. All right. Tell me, Joanna. Oh, I'm going to sit back. Gosh. Okay. Tell me. I don't know. I've been going for like 17 hours. How much time? (sighs) Do you want the rating of the movie or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. IMDb. I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Potatoes gave it. IMDb 6.2 out of 10, which is fucking high. 6.2 out of 10. I can't. I'm so. I went in thinking this was like a horror movie, not like a. But I literally, I did laugh out loud quite we a few times. We never hear back from the, the, the sister, the, Beth, the daughter. Yeah, she's gone. Everyone's dead. Oh no, but she's in the ending in the snow globe. She's there. Do His they whole realize there. they're in the snow globe? At, you, they just all awkwardly start looking at each other like something's weird. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Oh. I laughed out loud multiple times because it was so stupid. Because it was so stupid. But I give it a one point seven five out of five. What's all right. Your rating scale. Hold on, I need to know how to pronounce this word. What? Krampusnacht or Krampusnight is a celebration. Krampusnacht. Krampusnight. Krampusnight. All right, I'm ready. All right, Joanna. Okay, so now I'm going to give the legend the, it's not true, but just like the lore. Yes, thank you. Of Krampus. Of Krampus. So according to traditional narratives of Alpine folklore, Krampus would enter the towns whipping his chains around and oh, ringing the bells. Oh my gosh. Yes. He is coming to capture the bad children. He would go into homes and put the really bad children in a basket <gasps> and bring them down to the underworld. Yep. And he would hit the children or his victims with branches. Ew. Yes. Um the crumple sh- how did we say that played in play hold on i, I had to play it because it's it's a german i think it's a german word hold on i'm so sorry this hold the line crumple night which is a krampus night so i'm just gonna say krampus night because i'm not gonna try and pronounce it again krampus night yeah thank you 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What what occurred the evening before December 6th? So it wasn't a Christmas holiday. This was their their Christmas over in like Germany, Austria, and I think Switzerland. Okay. The next morning, the children would either receive presents or they'd have to nurse their wounds. What? What wounds? From, From being attacked yeah. in a basket with a chain <clears throat> slinging demon? I'm going to get into it, but yes. Oh, my God. Krampus was portrayed as half goat and half human. Oh, he yes. had one cloven foot and one human foot. He had horns and red eyes. What? And an ultra-long tongue. Yeah. That was weird. Every picture I saw, it was, like, long. However, there are different different variations of Krampus. So, okay. Okay. So the question is: Is Krampus real? <laughs> well, <laughs> the short answer is exactly what you would expect—a resounding nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: Krampus, the Krampus figure, is as real as his counterpart, Saint Nicholas. That is not real at all. Wait, wait. I'm Only to the non-believers. Nope. That is not real at all outside of an overactive imagination of children. Okay. So parents, hey, Santa's real, and the kids build it up in their head. Krampus is real. They build it up in Can their I head. Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. I, I don't know if you're going to answer, so I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Was Krampus used as a warning to make kids behave? Of. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so with this being said, the legend has been around for hundreds of years, Long before Krampus caught like the internet's attention and like the public mm-hmm. and becoming a thing. All right, so let's get started. Um, I'm gonna give you some the origin of Krampus and some fun and not so fun facts about Krampus. Oh, I'm so excited! But also, when I was doing this, I was like, wait a second, this sounds familiar, and it reminded me of an episode of um, The Office where okay. Dwight Schrute dressed up. And would either give presents to the good people or would whip them with branches. <laughs> but then when I researched it, his character was Belschnickel. What the fuck? Yes. But um, Belschnickel was a person who was uh-huh. dressed up as dirty clothes and would carry around a sack of toys or a bundle of sticks. Oh, the joy it must be to either whip someone's yes. ass with a stick or give them a gift. And you get to decide. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities between Belschnickel and Krampus, but there's also a lot of differences. Don't look. I'm not looking. I'm getting comfortable. You do this to me you know. all the time. I can't. The microphone is in the way of the text. Whatever. The text. So what is the origin of Krampus? What is it? Um, <clears throat> Krampus is, to believe, is believed to have or originated in Germany because his name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Okay, yeah. I accept that. Krampus was thought to be part of the pagan rituals of the winter solstice. And according... This is, this is where it's going to get kind of weird and weird, like techie. Not techie, like... That's okay. Whatever. Yeah, I get According it. to a legend, he was the son of Heel or Hell, H-E-L. Oh, the Norse uh, okay. god of the underworld. Maybe it's Hel. Hel. Is Norse <laughs> mythology originally the name of the wor- world of the dead? Okay. It later came to mean the goddess of death. Okay. And I mean, it all tracks, as Heel, the kids say. 
whatever. Hell. Hell was one of the children of the trickster god Loki. 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 How do you spell it? L O K I. He was Oh, Loki. In, yeah. Well, you know, that's a good Avenger, Greek myth right? or whatever. Well, yeah, but it's from way before that. Yeah. Loki's a trickster. I know Marvel. Yes. And her kingdom was said to lie downward and northward. That's freaky. Right? So is this where Krampus is from? This is like the origin. Okay, keep going. Um, and sometimes he was referred to as the Christmas devil. Yeah. Yeah. And he whips you with a stick. Yeah. That's pretty rude. So when did the story of Krampus start? I don't know. In the 1500s? Okay, so I, I was doing some research on this and I got oh. some different answers. So I'm just going to share what I got. Sure. And if you want to do some research and prove me wrong or right, please do so. So the first one said that the history of Krampus, the Krampus figure, had been theorized as stretching back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yes, with celebrations involving Krampus dating back to the 6th and 7th century. Oh, shit. C.E. Do you know what C.E. stood for? I have to look it up. Well, it's the B.C. and A.D. things changed. Common era. Yeah, they changed. Um, there's no written sources before the end of the 16th century. It's more of just stories being passed down, like from one generation to the next, like yeah. a folk, like a folk, folk tale. tale, fairy tale. Yeah. Then I found another one that said the legend of Krampus dates back centuries, originating as a German Christian tradition during the 12th century. Wow. So I'm getting like it's like kind of around the same era time, but like we can agree it's old. Yes. So beginning in early December, Krampus shows. Just the name is like freaking me out. Krampus. Oh, yes. It's like so, a, sad, a scary name. It is. Right? And I didn't, I should have looked up how he, got, one of the things on like Google was like, how did he get his name? And I was like, ah, I should have, I should have looked it up. Uh, another, another, another story day. For another time. So beginning in early December, since Krampus shows up December 5th, I mm. imagined this starting in December 1st, the children in Germany would begin to hear whispers. Of a, of, of a creature what? bearing horns and fangs and carrying a bundle of, and it was very specific, birch sticks. So was this a happy time or a scary time? It was a scary time. Okay. Um, and they were used to swat at the naughty children. <gasps> yeah. So I'm going to give you the facts. There's nine facts. Okay. And then there's like a little bit, like a little snippet about each of them. Um, and I want you, some of them are hard to like take because like it talks about children. Okay. Obviously. Okay. So Krampus is a Christmas demon. He is primarily in Australia and German-speaking Alpine region. Australia? Austria. Thank you. Did I say Australia? You did. It's okay. Let me reread it. He is primarily in Austria and German-speaking Alpine regions and is part of the holiday season. Wow. Yay. He is said to creep through the town with chains and bells and a bundle of sticks to hit his victims, (laughs) mainly children. Why? Because they, I think, I think they wanted their children to be like, you want to be well behaved. You're right. Yeah. Like, yes. It's respect and it's. Yes. And it was used to control them. Yeah. Uh, December 5th belongs to Krampus. If you survive, (gasps) you might get presents. (gasps) Yeah, December 15th is Krampus night. (laughs) That's when the Krampus crawls out of the underworld to terrorize young children. Mm. He visits the homes of children, of families that have children. Mm -hmm. And if the child is naughty, this is where it gets a little dark, Mm -hmm. um, he may leave you just a bundle of sticks. So like the coal version Mm -hmm. of Santa. Okay, fair. He may hit you with the sticks or... 
Or, this gets to the, I'm not kidding, he might put them in a basket and throw them into a stream. Uh. Or, if they've been really bad, he snatches them up and takes them to hell. The kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The next day is St. Nicholas Day, and the children will wake up and open mm-hmm. the presents. That is, all the ones who haven't been beaten. Yeah. Damned to hell. Oh or damned to hell. Gosh. Yeah. Or drowned. What? Yeah. I don't like the idea of someone whipping you with the sticks. Then you better behave. <laughs> it's a cautionary okay. tale, really. This is a good one. Samp- Sampus. Krampus may be a monster, but he pales around with Santa. He pales around with Santa. Yeah, just think about that for a second. They're buddies? Yeah, they're buddies. Oh, man. Krampus was just a pagan creation, but he soon became a sidekick of St. Nicholas. So he's like one of the reindeer. Kind of. This is a fun one. What? So this is like to, like happening like now, today, like each you know time Krampus yeah. season comes around. They have parades. Uh-huh. Um, and people will dress up as Krampus, and they will... Go up to the spectators and hit, push, or even whip them. What? Yeah. Or could you imagine being yeah. at that parade and you're like, come get me, daddy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> come get me, Krampus. So I'm you, right here. So you as a spectator, you know, Jeez. you head to the parade enjoying and want to enjoy the history of the, the holiday. But no, some specter, spectators have said that they have left the parade with welts. Do you think they like it? Like I think they fun? do because they come back. Oh, my I even wrote, gosh. despite the bruises... It's all for fun, and the people come back. It's all for fun. Yeah. I read one thing. I said that they aim for the legs. Okay. So if you duck or move, I'm sorry you got hit in the head. Yeah. Um, Not intentional. No. And So Krampus's appearance will vary depending on, okay. like, I, th- I would feel like the village. They kind of change how he looks. But he's he usually has one human foot and one cloven foot. That's freaky. And I think it's because he's half human and half demon. Oh. Right? Because isn't the devil... Cloven foot? I, I don't, it depends on where you, who you ask. Yeah. So the different variations can look like a different, like a combination of the following. A devil, mm-hmm. bats, oh, goats, abominable snowmen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are you, they abominable use. Abominable snowmen. That's what it said. Like the Yeti? Yeah. We're going back to this discussion. Okay. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. In the episode, Which Please, I talked about how the devil took the form of a goat. Mm-hmm. Why, why goats? I don't know. All right. I, okay. Yeah. But they usually had horns and hides. Mm-hmm. And there was always the abnormally long tongue. Every image I pulled up always had the long tongue. Oh, that's so gross. And sometimes it was like, I think it might be like to snatch the kids. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. Right? Uh, this is, oh, I'm, I haven't been... Or numbering my facts. This is number six. Oh, oh, hey, one through five. Yeah. Okay. Some six. Austrian households had year-round decor meant to warn the children of Krampus. So, I mean, if I was an adult and I had, oh, I am an adult, mm-hmm. and I had a naughty kid, I feel like I might do this. Be like, mm. you see that right there? That's you're gonna get hit with that. Oh my gosh! Like if you're you have a kid, I know, but she's not naughty. No. Okay, in the 15th century. They, uh, they, okay, I'm going to give you a date and you're okay. going to be like, holy crap, I did it that I not believe. too long ago. Yes. Okay. So they would hang, they would hang up gold painted branches in a house, in their house to remind the children to stay in line. And they would put it somewhere oh. 
where the kids oh could gosh. see it. But you know what? We do the elf on the shelf now. We do. Which but is it's... like the elf is watching you to report to Santa and how you behave. We're kind of fucked up still. Yeah, but it's not that. We're not that It's bad. not like they're going to beat yeah. you and take you to hell. Yeah. So we, some, uh, we've made improvement. Gains. Okay. All right. So this day is crazy. What? But Krampus was once banned by fascists. Okay. okay. Between the year 1934 and 1938. Whoa, that's recent. Austria was under fascist rule. <laughs> and since Krampus was a symbol of antichrist and social democrats, mm-hmm. there was a boycott to get rid of him. Wait, 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 wait. Krampus is a symbol of social democrats? All right, keep going. They, the, I tried to like, I, this word was in the article. And I was like, I don't, I'm going to try to rewrite it. And I couldn't. What? They forbade. Forbade. I hate that word. Forbode. It's just a weird word. Forbade. Like forbaded. Nope. Forboded. Okay. If, so they couldn't have dances or parades, and they would arrest Krampus if they found him. <laughs> oh, you think they're going to find the actual Krampus? Yeah. Warrant. But in 1952... What? They found yep. him. No, there was a pamphlet that was published to warn the long-term effects of this holiday that would have on these children. Oh, my god. 1952! This is going to be our kids when they grow up of the long-term effects on the elf oh, on, on the, the shelf. shelf. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my god. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so number eight okay. is the Krampus masks... Like, if you dress up as him, okay. they are very valuable. A piece of folk really? art. Yes. The masks were made of... I mean, you can go buy, like, a plastic cheapy one at yeah. like on Amazon. Yeah. But, like, the real ones that are, like, valuable are made of wood, and they're handcrafted. Like, somebody, like, chiseled away. This is a big deal. Yeah. Ludwig Schneg is known for making his masks. Like, he's been doing this since 1981. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. You can celebrate Krampus even if you're in the U.S. How? Yep. Krampus is becoming more popular in the States. There's parties, costume contests, and even their own traditional Krampus night. What? And Los Angeles is particular has a huge Krampus scene. What? Right? Could you go? Yeah. L.A., write us. Call us. Phone into the line. I don't have a number for you. Just do it. No. So, or just, yeah, email us. But me, like for me, I'm going to pass on the celebrating of this holiday. Yeah. This holiday's already, holiday season's already stressful enough. Yeah. Like, I don't need to add a demon-like creature who whips people into this mix. A de- but it brings the kids in. That's the, that's the thing. And I tried to Google, like, at what age do they start mm-hmm. and what age do they stop? And mm-hmm. I couldn't find one. But they said, like, oh, if you're going to talk about Krampus, like, with your kids... 13 is the appropriate age. Wow. I doubt that the, yeah. I doubt that the, you know, 15th, 16th century parents waited until 13. Oh, At no. At 13, they were married off already with, you know, for goats. I have something else I want to share with you. Before I say that, like, which facts did you think, like, which one stood out the most to you? Like, what were you like, oh, shoot, man. Telling the kid, like, whipping the kids with sticks, like, freaks me out. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Or them. or possibly being drowned or taken to hell. Oh, the drowned. I forgot you said drowned. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, no. telling your child, like, if you don't behave, you're going to go to hell? Absolutely not. But, you know, we did a lot of fucked up shit. Think of all those nursery rhymes, you know, that we sing that we all know. Rockabye baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the yeah. kid you know, and then it will fall and, you know, baby dies. And, like, but that's, that, I'm just, not just, traumatized by that one. Because you don't think of it, because yeah. this is your culture. In where Krampus is from, they don't think about it. It's nothing to them. 
I don't know this for sure, but no. I'm just saying it's like you're so used to it. But how, like, I mean, but then you think like those parents were kids too. So they're just, it's like a tradition. Like Santa's yes. a tradition. So yes. it's normal for them. Yes. Okay, so one last oh, thing. Geez. Yes, as I was researching this Krampus it's all character. It's all, it is. this is crazy. The images that came up were so terrifying. Oh my gosh, should I look? Wait, wait, wait. I have one for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Okay. I'm going to s- explain it to you first and I'm going to okay. show it to you. There was one image that was just like super unsettling because mm-hmm. obviously it had to do with children. Krampus was sitting on a bundle of branches yeah. and was flying, like flying through the air. Like a witch on a broomstick? Yes. Okay. But in the branches was like a little like, in, not an indent, but like there was children sitting in the bass and in the in the branches behind him and he had a basket in his back with a child on him on his in his back so what but wait a second this is this is what was the most terrifying thing they weren't like children children like uh-huh. your kids age they were like babies oh like one years old so in that movie he took the the toddler on mm-hmm. purpose and he took the kids and the adults were just like side characters yes so i just can't oh. imagine telling my daughter right now yeah oh I mean, yeah. she's three, three years old right but like, if you're not good, a demon's gonna come out and whip. And I showed her out. the images. Oh my gosh! So let me show you the picture. But before I do that, like, if there's any listeners in Australia, Austria, Germany, like, do you guys still celebrate this? Like, is it still a big thing, or we you just do? do the parades? We do have listeners in Germany, and mm-hmm. I'd like to. I'm fascinated and horrified. Tell, fill us in. Oh, that's the Belschnickel. Belschnickel. <laughs> I like saying Belschnickel. Oh wait, there was a demon holding a child in a basket. That's. I don't like it. It's all creepy. It's weird. It's scary. And mm-hmm. it, it involves threatening your kids with scariness. I don't like it. I don't want to do that. No, but look, look at how scary some of these images are. They're so scary. And there's like multiple Krampus movies now, but I only watched the first one. So it's like a goat slash man with a long tongue and a basket on his back with a baby. And one, two, three, four. Eight babies. I mean, this obviously is not on real. Like because look at that one. It's well, weird. Obviously, it's not real, Joanna. It's like... All right, what else you got for me? Oh, that's it. But I just, yeah, I just said, like, if we have any listeners, like, out there that have experienced this or... I can't imagine them still believing it. I can I can imagine, like, like celebrating and having, like, the, the parade and, like, just remembering that history of it. But I can't imagine telling your children. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you? Let know. us know. Listen. Well, I stopped your cuss count when I started talking, but you did cuss a lot. Oh, jeez. What was it? Hold on. Can we pop... Pause. Drum roll, please. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 36, 37. I think that, wow. Okay. Uh, but that's not including the ones that you did while I was talking. <laughs> so I would say at least 45. Don't serve me a peppermint mocha martini and expect me to keep my mouth clean. Because <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Hi, Birdie. Hi, Birdie. Birdie's joining us. Well, guys, Merry Krampus. Merry Krampus. Is, do they say Merry Krampus? I don't think so. It's not a merry time. Birdie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Birdie is Joanna's giant dog that I don't think likes Krampus at all. She sleeps all day. Well, she needs 23 hours of rest. At least. At least. Listen, have a beautiful Christmas. Yes. Enjoy time with your families. Mm-hmm. Enjoy time watching whatever you want. Are you uh, I watch Christmas movies or I watch horror movies on Christmas, whatever you want. Yeah, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is it? And if you have to work on, you know, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We love you. You know, restaurant people, mm-hmm. bartenders, first responders, police officers, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you for help, you know, like letting us enjoy our, our day time. off. Those of us who don't have to work. Well, guys, have a great New Year's. Be safe. 
Have fun. Yes. And we'll see you in 2023. Mm, it's a big so deal. so crazy. I know. Okay. It's a big deal. We're getting close to a year of our show, Joanna. All right. Well, you can find us on Instagram. Live, Left murder podcast. Gmail. Live, Left murder pod.com. I mean, at gmail.com. <laughs> TikTok. Oh, yeah. You are on TikTok. Oh, it's so bad. It's awful. <laughs> it is so... No, I like it. I'm obsessed with Sister Wives TikTok right now. Oh, jeez. I know. I love it. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And have a great holiday season. Yes, bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. some awesome news coming up super awesome news do you want to tell him joanna um so carmen is in cahoots with like a whole bunch of i was gonna say cahoots (gasps) podcasters and one of them deb we call Mm -hmm. we call her deb right yep from dying to be found she reached out and she wants to do a collab yeah with us so stay tuned and it'll be coming out soon. Yeah, we were super honored when Deb reached out and we had a Zoom call with her recently. She was so nice. She was so nice. And what's so funny is that I knew within the first minute she was from Canada. No, you didn't. I did because of the way she said out. Oh, you're from out. Michigan. The way she Oot. said out. Say it. I don't, I'm not from Canada, but I'm close. But the way she said it, now I can't think Oot. of it. I was just like, oh, she's from Canada. And, and then she said her boat. daughter is like up. Yeah, a boat. A boat. No, she was, Deb, your awesome mm-hmm. podcast is dying to be yeah. found. So we will be on her show not until February. Yeah. But um, we will be releasing that collaboration as a bonus episode on our show yes. around the same time. Yeah. So it's super awesome. If you haven't heard her show yet, go check, stop now, go check Dying to be Found. Yeah, it was good. I listened to a couple episodes, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked her. It was so funny. She did, and it was so big in the news recently, The Boy in the Box. I did not listen to that one. No, it was very recent. It was an old episode from years and years and years ago, and it's really fucked up. And a little boy, whatever, passed away, was found, his body. And the fucked up thing is that his me- the media... Par, like propped him up and took pictures of him pretending he was alive. Oh, I hate every part of that. Oh, it was Joanna. It was I. That's why we don't do kid cases on this show. And um, whatever, put it in. And he was never identified. Never found out. You know when he was identified? Mm. Two weeks ago. Uh-uh. I kid you not. Yeah. Yes. This just all came out recently. And what's crazy is Deb from Dying to Be Found just did a freaking episode on this case. And like days later, after she released it, or the next day, it came out. They finally identified who the kid was. That's insane. How do they identify him, though? Forensics. Oh. I was going to say, like, a mom was like, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. And to be honest, I am very uncomfortable with kid cases, mm-hmm. so I have not read the full. Yeah. You know, it's, you You know. Whenever I get those Amber Alerts and it's like little kids, it's just like, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I know. Anyway, Deb, dying to be found. We are so honored to be on your show. Thank you for having us as a guest. And we can't wait. wait. It's going to be fun. You're awesome. We loved you in our Zoom call. Mm